everybody. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 161. It's now been four years, two months, and 20 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm really happy today because I pulled on my hiking boots to get outdoors and be inspired by the beauty of the next atop Zen space. And inspired I was. The first thing I did coming up here to the next atop Zen space is listen to Insight Timer and actually here on the mountain for the first time, close my eyes and do the morning meditation by Jonathan Lehman, my favorite morning meditation for 10 minutes. And I gotta tell you, it's extremely special. I highly, highly, highly recommend this meditation. And I'm going to put a link to a great interview with Jonathan Lehman on today's show notes, day 161, as well as to Insight Timer where you can find this for free. Give it a go and I would love to hear from you what you think of this meditation. Because for me, it totally focused my mind, let some of the troublesome thoughts go, helps me realize the fountain of love that exists within us all and the world of possibilities rather than pessimism that you know I'm kind of prone to. Well, as I sit here, I'm gonna do one more thing to become inspired and that's listen to my inspirational snippet of Circle by Hartley. And after I do that, I'll share what I'm embracing in my heart of Zen today. Take a step back, look around. Breathe in the air, let down your hair, just listen to the sounds. Think about where we have been. The joy we shared with friends who care and all the things we've seen. Wow, I love listening to that snippet of Circle by Hartley up here on the mountain. It's so apropos, you know, it just resonates so deeply coming up here and hiking and being out in nature and thinking about what should I begin today. You know, I also deeply love Letting Go by Josh Woodward, the song that we listen to through the majority of this podcast. That is a song that also resonates with me. And it's kind of the yin and yang of the whole thing, right? Things to let go, things to embrace, all of it good. I find music extremely inspiring. And I think one of the reasons why for me music is inspiring is that it gets me out of my head. It gets me into my body and my heart and it's where I feel things. I feel what's going on with me because I'm so prone to analyzing, which in some respects is a great thing for a podcast where I'm sitting here thinking about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating, but it's also really good for me to get out of my head and the analysis paralysis and come down into my heart of where do I feel things. And I have an area in my body that's my heart of where I feel things. It's maybe a little different from my physical heart. I also feel things in my gut, which is my intuitional spot 
which is a little different than the gut that is finishing up on the breakfast. <laughs> but if you pay attention to your body, there's certain places in your body that can let you know what's going on with you. And sometimes those of us in the compulsive overeating space have gotten very used to cutting off what our body is telling us, whether hungry or full, or I want to eat this kind of food or that kind of food, you know, where sprinkles can outdo broccoli some days, <laughs> or smells can trigger you to think you want food even though you're not hungry, or the feast with your eyes can trigger you even though you're not really physically hungry or a nice occasion might trigger you because there you are with your friends or family enjoying some time together and part of that time includes celebratory food or Sunday family dinner after church or just going out with some friends and you wanna be part of the crowd. All of these things can be cues around food that have nothing whatsoever to do with what your physical body's telling you. It's more habit, mind issues. And I'm here to tell you from my perspective, it's absolutely fine to be triggered by what you wanna be triggered by, as long as you realize that's what you're doing and you feel okay with it, you know? So many times we go on a diet, a plan, an eating method, and we feel just terrible because we don't hit the mark 100% of the time. You know, we've talked before, many of us have the, oh no, I ate a cookie, now I might as well eat the whole box syndrome. Or I know I'm gonna start this brand new, shiny, shiny eating plan on Monday. So woohoo, look out Saturday and Sunday because it is the last supper all coming down my gullet. Every single kind of food that I could possibly imagine that I might like in future, which I know I'm not going to get to eat because I'm gonna be super good on Monday, going down my body right now. Well, I got news for you. Well, actually news for me. I can't know what's right for you, but here's news for you, Lori. <laughs> You can't eat now for the future. I'm gonna say that again. You can't eat now for the future. Just because I have a delicious piece of chocolate now doesn't mean I'm not going to want one some other time in the future. And I'm going to see this piece of chocolate and go, no, no, remember that other day you already had chocolate, therefore you're not gonna want it now. No, all that results in for me is I had chocolate then, and I'm having it again now. And sometimes that can trigger a feeling of shame and loss and horribleness in me. Because after all, didn't I eat all of these foods in advance so that when I started my shiny, great new eating plan, I wouldn't have to eat them. I could stick to my broccoli and protein or whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish. Well, this is a very long introduction to what I kind of wanted to embrace today. And it's a little something I call, quote, Lori's way, unquote. But I don't want you to embrace Lori's way unless your name is also Lori. So fill in your name when I'm talking and say, this is, quote, Donnie's way, unquote. Or this is Stephanie's way, unquote. Or this is Dave's way, unquote. Fill in your name. Because something I've been thinking about a lot when I'm pondering all of the different programs that I've done, whether it's for eating and diet and fitness, or whether it's to get better at acting, 
or decluttering my house or whatever it is, a lot of times what I've done is I search out experts and teachers who have demonstrated great success in whatever field that I'm looking for, whether I'm trusting the executives and nutritionists at Weight Watchers to know what they're talking about, or whether the latest findings on intermittent fasting or reading more about eating like a caveman, whatever that might be, I'll say, wow, this person has found great success following this ABC method, and here is their method outlined for me. And if I, Lori, follow their method exactly, and I can do it perfectly, then the results should be mine as well. Well, brave companions, sadly for me, I have two issues with that. One, I have never in my life been able to 100% replicate someone else's method. I just haven't. I've had a good heart and a good will to do it, but I haven't been able to do it. Number two, even when I've followed it very, very closely and done the absolute best as I could to follow that method for a short or long period of time, I have never in my life gotten 100% the same result as the expert who provided me this method. And for many years in my life, I would then think, gosh, Lori, you are so inadequate. You are goofing up. You're not following the method exactly right. Why are, no wonder you're such a failure at everything because you just, you don't have it. You don't have the willpower or the drive or the chops or the talent or whatever that might be that I would tell myself in sort of a mean and pessimistic way. The exact opposite of feeling that fountain of love within myself for myself. In fact, here's another nugget that I heard the other day. I'm really sorry. I can't remember where I heard it or read it. But somebody somewhere, thank you for this blessing, said, if I ask you to list quickly the 10 things you most love, did you put yourself on the list? And if so, where? Well, BCs, no, I did not put myself on the list. I put the cats, I put you, I put hiking, I put bike riding, I put voice acting, I put my friends, I put, you know, lots of things. But I didn't put Lori on that list. When I'm thinking about who or what do I absolutely love, me does not come to front of mind. (laughs) So I said, I need to stop this. I need to start developing more love for myself, more compassion for myself, because if I fill myself with love, then I can more easily give love to others, which is my intention. I want to be a source of comfort, love, optimism, hope, even when things are going badly for me because I want to be real. I'm not a Pollyanna, but I want to be a positive light in the universe. I don't want to be somebody who makes others feel badly, or I want to be a little less snarky with others, unless I'm doing this as, you know, part of my stand-up routine, (laughs) where snarky seems to work for me. But self-love is really important. And there are many, many, many meditations, methods, things you can do with whatever your spiritual beliefs are. There's many methods out there to help you in life and to help you develop love 
or success or even a different body if that's your goal or a new fitness level. There's many, many methods and there's nothing wrong with trying methods out and seeing how does this work for you. Does it bring you closer to your family? Does it bring you closer to your friends? Does it help you become more of who you want to be in your highest heart of hearts? Do you feel zen about it? Do you feel frustrated by it? Do you talk to yourself in a kind way or are you giving yourself the business? All of these things are something to pay attention to, to feel in your own heart of hearts or in your gut. How are these methods working for me? Is this resonating for me? And what your criteria is would be different than what my criteria is. That's why I could come out with like an ebook and say the 10 steps to peaceful Zen around your body and food. And I might even sell quite a few because lots of people would love 10 easy steps to have peace with their body and with food. But even if I did that, and you were able to follow all 10 of my easy steps to have Zen with your body and your food, you might not. My steps might totally not resonate with you, or they might get in the way of your social life, or they might get in the way of your food instincts, or it might not be enough for you in your fitness goals. It just may not work for you. And if it didn't, it wouldn't be because you were deficient any more than I'm deficient when some of the other expert methods I've tried haven't worked out for me 100%. What I find and what I'm embracing today is paying attention to Lori's way, just as I'm hoping you're going to pay attention to fill in your name's way. Go ahead and try these new things. Seek out experts, seek out teachers, do research, but when you do try it, don't blame yourself. Pay attention to yourself because if you're not following through or if you are following through but the results aren't matching up to your expectations, there's probably some reasons that you can uncover by thinking about how you're feeling in your heart and your gut as well as what you might tell yourself in your mind. So BCs, I hope this is illuminating, but if it isn't, you need to find your own path to what I'm trying to explain today. Live from our studio in beautiful La Crescenta, it's time for Lori's Afterthoughts. What? Additional reflection on today's topic. In today's afterthoughts, I had a lot to think about when I was editing the show that I did up on the mountain. And I really was pretty happy with the Embrace segment. The only part that I thought I might want to mention is when I talk about your spirituality, I'm not saying that I mean you to play fast and loose with your religion or your way of life that way. But I think it all fits in together that we experience life and we experience the choices that we make in life all as individuals. And these different choices resonate within our hearts and in our guts and our intuition. And it's okay to listen to that. 
it's okay to make yourself your own expert. So I hope you enjoyed that one. I actually really did like that one. I totally enjoyed being up on the mountain. And it was so cool that I did that meditation up there. I hadn't really ever done that before. And I liked that a lot. And I think it gave me a sense of peace and a sense of happiness that sometimes is missing for me in my day-to-day life. The other thing that I thought of when I was editing, now you haven't heard this yet because afterthoughts comes before (laughs) the after afterthoughts part that I record on the mountain, is I talk a little bit about uh, participation in the show and BCs who comment or don't comment. And it's really humbling to know that we really can't know what's going on with one another. Like, I haven't been putting on a show for a while, and it was no big deal with what's going on with me, but you can't know that. You know, something might be happening with me that maybe the show is not my top priority. Same with you. You know, in fact, I just heard from one of our BCs who's going through a very troubling time right now, and this person could use some support. And... They're feeling like they need to let me know this because they want to support the show. And I'm saying to you, BCs, that much as we are good friends and I do care about you and what's going on with you, this show is just a podcast. So if you have things going on in your life that you need to take care of, please know that you don't need to give a moment's worry to whether you're participating in Compulsive Overeating Diary. If it brings you joy and bravery and gives you a sense of virtual connection here to be with me and the other BCs, then by all means, no one's more delighted than me. But I'm also just a regular person. I'm not an expert, doctor, psychologist. This is a hobby show. This is a passion show. This isn't my job. This is what I do for love and to learn things about myself and hopefully to connect with you and maybe you learn something about yourself in your way. That's what this show is. And I know sometimes people feel like I'm right there next to you holding your hand and you feel a sense of responsibility maybe. And I feel a little bit of responsibility too with what I say and do because I only ever want to support you in being you, if that makes sense. And I have troubles, which a lot of you know about. You know, I I suffer still from depression. I still have self-doubt. I wonder if I'm doing the right thing even to continue with this podcast, you know, is on the balance of how I'm impacting people. Is it to the good side or is it to the bad side? Is it to the who cares side? Is it still doing me good? Is it still doing you good? You know, all of these questions swirl around in my head because I guess my number one thought for today is this is just a show I'm just a regular person. I'm no better than any other regular person you might know. And I'm probably not worse than most of the people that you know. But I am just putting my life out there for me to learn about myself. And if you take good from it, I am so happy. 
I don't know. <laughs> so I hope this all makes sense. I'm probably going to have to go edit my afterthoughts and hope I don't need to make an after afterthoughts. But let me go from these off-the-cuff thoughts to some thoughts I wrote down that I wanted to address. And today, I have a lot of gratitude for various BCs who've really been supporting the show and me. Firstly, I have this service that alerts me to new iTunes reviews around the world because I sign in to iTunes USA. I don't see like iTunes Canada or France or Germany and all that. And I was delighted to recently get this review from Miss Eiler from the UK. And Miss Eiler writes, honest and helpful, five stars. I just discovered this podcast and it's great. It makes me feel less alone with this issue and helps me make sense of my experiences and emotions. Thank you for creating it. So thanks, Miss Eiler. I got notice of this review on a day where I was feeling really low, and it helped me feel like any trial or tribulation was lighter, as it would all be grist for the mill for me to think about and ponder and share among my BC virtual friends out there. Secondly, I saw from my monthly reports from Amazon that a few shoppers have been using the COD link again. Thank you, Amazon shoppers. Mm. When you stop by compulsiveovereatingdiary.com first and go to Amazon through the link found on the Support the Show by Shopping Amazon page, we get a small commission. It doesn't add to your price at all, but those few dollars make a big difference to Mark and I. Thirdly, Longtime listener and BC Pat sent me some new virtual coffee, and it totally made Mark and my day. Big smooches and big thanks, Pat. Mm. And coincidentally, our newest BC, Danielle, posted a thought-provoking comment on day 66 about virtual coffee right around the same time. I enjoyed those comments so much, I decided to set them to music for today's Afterthoughts. I got a really great point to ponder from new listener and BC, Danielle, who posted a couple of weeks ago on day 66. Danielle writes, Hi, Lori. I'm a longtime listener, and whilst I know you're up to episode around 165, I'm plodding along just about 100 episodes behind at episode 66. Very recently, you mentioned Coffee for Lori, and I was so happy you see, you have kept me company so many times on drives or walks and have given me a lift, but I've never found it in me to comment or connect. The perfectionist in me wanted to be up to date with your full story and be current before immersing myself fully in your podcast. However, I may never be, and I realize I'm thrilled to be able to buy you a cup of coffee as I realize it will give back a tiny iota of the strength inspiration and positivity that I take from you so often. Like you, I think, I often want there to be a tit for tat, something neat and tidy. She did this for me, so now I'm going to do that for her. It was in a different recent episode where you said that you were thinking of making an email list to somehow thank the people who bought you the $5 that I became alarmed at your way of thinking and in turn, my own way of thinking. Lori, I genuinely want to buy you a cup of coffee in lieu of a margarita to simply say thank you. No expectations, nothing in return, period. 
I'm reminded of when my grandma taught me to accept a compliment gracefully. If someone tells you that they love your new dress, you don't talk about how it's a bigger size or was so expensive or how it's not your color. You simply say, thank you. So Lori, I'm telling you this with love. A coffee is coming your way from Brisbane, Australia as a thank you for the last 65 episodes. I truly do not want a recipe or a discount voucher or any truly wonderful thing you could think up. I just want you to accept it because I care just as you do. And to be fair, when would it ever end? If you gave me a recipe and I loved it, then I'd want to thank you and we'd be right back to square one, an endless Monty Python skit of thanking. Well, Danielle, I so love that. (laughs) And this is what I answered. Hi, Danielle. At risk of turning this into a spam fest of epic proportions, thank you so much for the virtual coffee, most certainly, but even more for the thoughtful comments you shared that gave me a good jolt of ideas to ponder. It is hard for me to believe compliments as well. Though I have gotten better over the run of this show, and I, like you, sometimes feel a need to balance out the ledgers. I think the very hardest thing in the world is to accept help, gifts, love, positive support, right down to the soul, without feeling the need to work very hard at being worthy. That is the crux of self-esteem issues for me, the feeling that I'm somehow flawed and not enough as is. The idea you all need virtual fries with that in order to value what I do. In reality, I've discovered that when I am the most like me, without proving it, I connect the best and help others the most. It is still difficult, but something I meditate on daily and explore. I had not seen the virtual coffee as part of that practice, but now I truly do. Thanks again for reaching out, and welcome to the wild and woolly world of the BCs. You are for sure on the Bravery Report, and I think your comments will provide other brave companions food for thought as well. XOXOXO. I don't know about UBCs, but that was a powerful lesson for me to consider. Why is it so hard to just accept a gift or compliment? Thank you, Danielle, for posting that. The music I chose for Danielle's comment is called Seagull Skyride. I chose it because I thought it sounded modern and adventurous, and the title made me smile thinking about the many nautical miles between Danielle's Australia and my Southern California and how we connected through the airwaves anyway, just like that seagull in the sky. The music I chose to put under my reply is called Simple Lesson of Life, as I thought it sounded thoughtful, and Danielle's comment really made me ponder. Since our last episode, a couple of new BCs have reached out to me via private messages. First, I want to give a big hello and shout out to new BC Carol, who sent me a private message via Facebook to let me know the show helps her feel not as alone, which seemed to be the theme this week. As Shona private messaged me via Instagram and wrote, Hi, Lori, I've discovered your diary podcast. It's great for me to hear from someone with the same struggle. You have a lot more insight than I do, so I'm enjoying listening to your point of view. Thanks, Shona. And I said, Wow, thanks so much. It's been a wonderful learning experience for me. And a great deal of that was meeting so many people who struggle with many of our shared issues. Thanks for taking the time to let me know. 
And when Shona gave permission to share her comments, I let her know that not only was she on the bravery report, but that her story passes on the torch of bravely encouraging others who feel the same way. So if you are one of the BCs who are encouraged by hearing from Carol and Shona, as well as from Danielle, who posted about the virtual coffee from Brisbane, please take a moment to call the Bravery Hotline or post a comment on day 161 to support them and let them know. It takes a village to welcome and support BCs. You know, it's been a while since I put out an episode, and I was just idly thinking as I was writing this episode yesterday, because I usually write the day before I go hiking or go to the Podcast Rock or go to Descanso or wherever I might be recording from. I thought, wow, it's really been a while, and I haven't really heard from a lot of BCs lately. I wonder if they even noticed that I haven't recorded. (laughs) You know, it was an idle thought when I saw that I got a call on the Bravery Hotline, and it was from Kat from New Jersey. Hi, Kat. Thanks so much. And she was just checking in saying, Lori, it's been a while since I've heard from you. Are you okay? Well, Kat, I so appreciated that. And I thought, woo, this is another Zen moment where I had this idle thought and there you are. But it's absolutely true. I haven't been up here for a while, both for physical reasons and I've just been crazy, crazy busy, right? Crazy, crazy busy. And what triggers me to go do a show is either I learn something new, like what I talked about in my Embrace segment today really has been on my mind and I was excited to share it, or I get a call on the Bravery Hotline, or there's some comments come in from you guys, or emails or something that really triggers me that I want to have a conversation with you. Now, it's been just a little over a year since I started regular production of Compulsive Overeating Diary again. And we've had some times when there's just a lot of conversation, a lot of comments, a lot of phone calls coming. And then there's kind of some valleys where there's just not much going on. And I understand it. I get it. You know, sometimes you guys are busy or you've already called last show and you're like, I'm not, you know, that's not my turn or I don't want to overstay my welcome for whatever the reason but I'm just letting you know from my heart that I really appreciate it when you do post comments especially in support of new BCs like Elizabeth and Svetlana last show I was a little bit sorry that I didn't see some support for them come through and Elizabeth and Svetlana if you're listening I want you to know it's not because the BCs say oh I don't care about them it's for whatever reason that they're busy So I'm going to say here's an extra smooch for you, Elizabeth, and you, Svetlana, for having the bravery to share your stories in the last episode. Well, one person who did comment after the last show was Donnie. Happy another day and another great episode, Lori. Nothing better than the comforts of a familiar voice, the happiness and thought-provoking thinklings. Things continue to plod along in my life. Although more calm, less stress, I'm still without answers to my health issues slash concerns. I'm thankful for more spring-like weather and the peeking through of my fall plantings, tulips, and something else. My first new home adventure, laughing out loud. And I replied to Donnie, May the tulips be a sign of sunny days to come. I'm sorry the medical mysteries continue, but I'm glad you're dealing as best you can. 
Spring is such a hopeful time. Easter blessings and smooches for you. XOXOXO. And blessing to all of you from my heart of Zen to yours. I'd love to hear your thoughts about what finding your own way means to you, diet or otherwise, for the next episode's Afterthoughts. And I'd love it if you said hello to the new BCs. So until then, BCs, be true to your own way and take care while you're doing it. Because whatever that way is, I really, 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 with a heart of Zen care. Take a step back, look around. Breathe in the air, let down your hair, just listen to the sounds. Think about where we have been. The joy we shared with friends who care and all the things we've seen.